did you know you can pretty much say whatever you want as long as it's in a song? Kind of like this. No, I happy life. No, I happy life. She is gone. Oh my god. So long. No, I happy life. Kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. It's Onika and JR and you are dishing with Dainty Dish. How you doing today, JR? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm doing all right. I'm just kicking it here with you. Of course, as per our usual Wednesdays. Yeah. Well, it's not really Wednesday, but whatever, JR. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I don't know. I'm doing all right. I'm reading. I started reading a new book. Ooh, Um, please do tell. Uh, policing the black man. I know oh. it's, it's one of those. Uh, that sounds you know, super controversial. It's it's super conscious actually. Like it's woke. It's it's definitely woke. It's uh, who's the editor? Um, oh my goodness, Angela Angela J Davis. Okay. Um, so she writes like a forward in it, and then it's a bunch of uh, essays, um, from some you know very intelligent black people <laughs> discussing. That sounds like it would be pretty cool. Policing the black man. It's a pretty cool book. I'm enjoying it. Um. Yeah, I finished my class, uh, my public speaking speaking class. Did you guys have like a graduation or anything? No, we just we went out for like some drinks and had some food okay, after. It was pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah, we got certificates. I don't know certificates. Like, that's always like, yeah, you've done this. Yeah, here's you've a certificate. You've accomplished. you've accomplished something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's certificates cool. Certificates always fun. Remember the Kumon certificates? Oh yeah, yeah those are the bunch. best. Yeah, I have a bunch of those. Yeah, I got a couple. I got yeah, a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. stored away. I think my mom has them in an album, like at the house somewhere. <laughs> so those. So are how are you doing? Nothing. I'm doing okay. I'm just getting over a bit of a cold. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing okay. I had to call him sick for work. That I don't like doing that. Like, what? yeah, I have to be like deathly ill to call yeah. in sick for work. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not a big fan of, of doing that. So yeah, I was not, not feeling too hot, uh, this weekend. So yeah, I took some time off and now I'm here. Yeah. I feel much, much better. Do you? Yeah, I feel like it faced the day. You could face it? Face it. Okay. Oh, I saw um the Black Panther movie. Ooh, I did went and you? saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I had to I had to go back to work on uh, Friday night doing overnight. So mm-hmm. uh, in between I just went and saw the movie. Just went just by yourself, just <laughs> by kicked myself, it. I just went and said, Yeah, I'm gonna go see kicked this movie. Kicked it all on all on your own. Yeah, well it's a movie. Who was I gonna talk to anyway? That's true. I don't get why people need to go to movies in groups. Yeah. just do it by yourself yeah well it was pretty cool it was a good movie um the writing was really good i'm not a marvel guy or anything so i don't know the relevancy in that regard but as a movie it was really good the writing was crazy good um there was a lot of action it had me interested i might actually watch some more marvel stuff you see i think i misunderstood the title of the movie i thought it was going to be about the black panther movement so there's oh. going to be controversy around this movie related to that. But then I just completely missed the boat. And then I heard it was a Marvel movie that I just wasn't interested anymore. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was a good one. I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a good movie. Okay. Uh, let's see. I, let's see if it'll break some box office records. It probably will. I think probably it will. Marvel movies always do well in the box yeah, office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
So the last time we were, we spoke, you were dating or not dating. You were trying to date. Yeah, so I'm like, still trying. You're still oh trying. lord. <laughs> oh, but am I trying? So how's it going? Um, it's 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 very slow. What do you it's mean? Very. Uh, they're not sending me a lot of matches, which is either the system is broken or I'm broken. Um, I, I don't know which one to believe at well, this it point. It's February. I mean, yeah, Valentine's Day, which we will get to that. But Valentine's <laughs> Day, you know, I know that could be a factor. Guys don't want to, like, come out of their hidey holes during no. that period of time. You don't need to stay home. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's like it's very slow go, like slow going. But I, I'm tr- I'm very skeptical about the whole. You're skeptical. Skeptical, yeah, <laughs> skeptical. That's what I said. Like I'm very skeptical about the whole process to begin with. You know, I have my 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 misgivings. I think I talk about it in an upcoming uh, blog post that's going to be on the on onikadainty.com. Just a little plug for myself. <laughs> I'm just plugging myself on my show. Um, yeah, but it's it's not it's not moving as fast as I thought it would and it's not doing really great things you wanted for my instant ego. gratification You're instant like- gratification exactly <laughs> like origel like i wanted dating to be like origel instant gratification oh my gosh so you know i'm getting a little antsy and i'm just like ready to give up but i'm gonna keep going i mean you did pay for the full year so <laughs> i do have I do have a little bit of time. Let's consider it an advance. An advance on, <laughs> on future my love earnings. life. Yeah, on my future love life. But I want to talk to you about Valentine's Day. What is that because supposed to mean? I specifically remember JR saying to me, no go on Valentine's Day. I'm staying at home. I'm, And then I try to reach you. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a jerk. You're nowhere to be found. So... Please tell us, where were you on Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day? Well, I was on my way home and I didn't realize it was Valentine's Day because I was living my life. Likely story. You're, th- this is what happened. <laughs> take it You're like, it. listen, take it or leave it. <laughs> take it or leave it. Uh, I got home and a friend of mine texted me and said, hey, you want to uh, go to a, what was it? A concert, some sort of concert. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? And I get on the subway and as I'm on the subway, there's this girl with these balloons and they're red. And I'm like, oh, it must be her birthday. And then I look over the other direction and I see this couple like really cozy. And she's got, you know, a flower and a box. And I'm like, did I miss something today? <laughs> yeah. And you looked at the calendar. <laughs> did I? And then I looked at my phone and then I see 14. I'm like, oh, <laughs> today's the day yeah today's the day yeah it was a shit show at work that day too was it i worked that day and people were coming in like it was a date like it was date night at my store oh, yeah? like just wandering around you know yeah, it was like it was taking were, photos by our display cases i don't know if it was because i i, I was in a relationship well, i wasn't really in a relationship last year but um of some sorts but um in a relationship i've always been in one for a while like i didn't notice that it gets really like lovey-dovey on valentine's day oh it's just like blah yeah it was like it's, it, well, no, it wasn't it's totally no, it was it wasn't blah like it was just no for I, me, I, I was gross. just i was just more aware of it like i guess and it was it was okay yeah because like you hate each other the other 364 days of the year and this one day you just like you just like glob on to each other like i don't know ice cream to like cookie dough it's just <laughs> ice cream to cookie dough hey like, but if, you're, if you if you got the 
the quality time and that or that phone call on the 14th and not the 13th or the 15th well that's <laughs> true you're golden you're golden right you're golden now what was with that question at the beginning about oh. <laughs> about music that had me singing from my heart which i think i stole uncle d's song to be quite honest with you yeah you must have i must have because only our uncle could just sing a song on the fly. Oh, he's amazing. At he's, it. I love it. He's the best. It's, it's, he's, it's, he's a just a clown. And I love sincere. him. Uh, no, I was I was out at, and uh, a friend of mine. We were chatting, and and the topic came up of you can pretty much say whatever you want as long as it's to music. And we were just there going back and forth. And with one song that came up was um, Neo "Sexy Love." It's like probably like from ten years ago, but. Yeah. Um, the lyrics go, just one touch and I erupt like a volcano and f- cover her with my love. Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. Right? I so, didn't realize it, but I'm sure I've saw, sang to that those lyrics. I say, yeah, you, of, I course, of course you have. But I mean, it, it, to those like, it, but over the, like, the course of the last like, 30, 40, 50 years, like, I mean, the original Tyga, Neil Diamond. Um, Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Soon you'll need a man. Wow. Yeah. The original Tiger. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> some Tiger Kylie business right there. He should remix that one. I mean, but you could also go like even like the bullying route, like Miss Taylor Swift. Like that. This is supposed to be reverse bullying, but I, I call it bullying nonetheless. One of her lyrics in one of her songs is, um, all you are is mean and a liar and pathetic. All alone in life and mean. And mean and mean and mean and mean and mean and mean No But like that's like it's that's kinda like you can say whatever you want. I mean you could be go after I mean, try and talk to children, you could be disgusting towards your partner, or you could, you know, be be a bully. Like you could be a bully. Like it's I don't know. You can do whatever you want. And I would consider that being a bully in that song. There's a lot of things actually that I consider bullying yeah yeah i was i remember being a young girl and being bullied yeah yeah um and it wasn't just as a young girl in elementary school it was even parts of high school i remember being bullied and the challenges that came with that um i was an immigrant coming into the country and i was different i spoke different I don't sound I didn't sound at five and six years old like I do now Canadian. Um, I sounded very much Guyanese and people would make fun of my accent and the things that I wore or my weight, the way that I looked. They called me ugly. You know, it was very it was very challenging. And, you know, even once I had switched schools in grade six, uh, I found it. I was kind of invisible for a little while. But every now and again, you get that burst. You get one of those mean girls that would just say something that would just shatter your world. Mm-hmm. And that's what bullying was like for me, I think. That's what bullying was like for me, I think. And I don't know. Were, did you ever experience bullying as a kid? Yeah, um, I had my t- my tooth has this stain on it and I used to get bullied for that. Um, you know, call me CLR. Oh no! Yeah, calcium lime rust. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, that, that is so mean. Bars though, that that was fire. That was, like it was mean. You as should shit. laugh at it now. <laughs> I laugh at it now, but I mean, like I mean, it got to the point where I, I 
bleached my teeth when I was probably like 17. Yeah. Like to the point where, yeah, it was. You just couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't take it anymore. As soon as I could, I, I did. But that was like when I was a child. That 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 name calling happened when I was a child. Like it it stopped. It um, stopped, but it's it sticks. It sticks. Um, I don't know. I just remember being a teenager and constantly worrying about my weight. Oh yeah. Yeah, like just constantly worrying that I was too fat or that I was going to get fat just based on the bullying that had happened when I was a younger child. You know, I'm I'm not one to glamorize my face or anything, but I was always very obsessive about my body and mm-hmm. my weight as a, as a young woman and even as an adult. So I can see how the stain on your tooth would just bother you to the point where you had to do something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my teeth were like bright white for like a like three four years it was it was do you, do you not remember that um probably i probably i, pr- I probably wouldn't have said anything yeah did i say something because I, I could be a bully sometimes. oh you were you were my biggest bully i wasn't i wasn't gonna bring it up but it's bring now it that you, up. No, now it's that okay you, now that you brought it up you were a bully you actually you were a bully about everything because it didn't even matter like you just just you i just, just wouldn't give you an inch you wouldn't give me an inch and it just but you you kind of made me tough, and that was the reason why. I, like I was like, eventually got to the point where I'm like, these kids at school ain't ain't nothing. They got nothing. They like, got they, nothing they got on my nothing. cousin they Onika. Got no, they got nothing on Onika. Like I remember, I remember one time wanting to walk home from Pickering to to Toronto because you were bullying me. Because I was bullying. Yeah, you. I was like, I want to leave now. I don't like Onika, and I started walking down your street when you were still in Pickering, trying to go to go to um, walk back to Toronto. My mom was just <laughs> my mom was just like, get back here. What are you doing? Get back here. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't I wasn't that bad. No, you were was, terrible. I was I was I terrible? Oh, you were like everyone who bullied you, you took it out on me. I probably did. That's probably exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. Cuz that is a f- phenomenon. They call it the bully victim. I read it in an article where the bully is the victim and mm-hmm. the bully. It's like a vicious cycle. Yeah, that turns around on itself, and you know it's just one of those cases where I guess with us, I did turn it around on you. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, oh, muffin. Yeah. <laughs> no, but nowadays though, kids have to worry so much more um, when it comes to bullying because it's not just face to face anymore. It's it's online. A, it's online and it is prevalent. And in the same article that I had mentioned earlier, they were talking about the correlation between cyberbullying, bullying in general and depression. Okay. Um, they were basically saying that it, depending on the type of bullying that's happening. So it could be anything from gossip to rumors starting to personal attacks to aggressive behavior that causes the individual being bullied to fall into a state of depression and sometimes in some cases anxiety over the situation and it has long-term and long-lasting effects on that that individual damn yeah well and with cyberbullying that's a whole new ball game yeah because i mean i guess you know in our in our back in our day when if you got bullied you move schools nobody knows you i guess you got a second chance. You got a second chance. I don't know. I never. I was never able to. That I point, I but, moved uh, but. schools and I got a second chance. I got okay, a chance yeah. to be invisible. 
Yeah. Instead of being a target, mm -hmm. you know, and I use that invisibility like a cloak because I saw what the kids in my elementary school did to the kids that were the, considered the nerds or the weirdos mm -hmm. um, that they were bullying. It was a lot of socioeconomic stuff. They were the poor kids. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they didn't have the best clothes, the best shoes, et cetera, et cetera. So they were constantly being just bombarded with criticism by almost everybody. Um, I wouldn't say myself included. I find I always defend the, you know, the underdog. I've always been a defender of the underdog, but I'm sure there were times I stood by and let it happen for fear of being put in the position to be bullied myself. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've, I've been there. We've all been there. Yeah. I think we've all, we've all experienced that, but it's a, it's a new day. You can't just move schools and your, your footprint is erased. Mm -hmm. Now it's, it's online. Everything anyone has ever said about you, good or bad or ugly, is right there for the world to see. People mm -hmm. who don't even know you. Yeah. You know, and they're there. They can contribute to it. That's the that's the that's the that's the, that's the terrible thing about it. People that don't even know you have nothing to do with the situation. They just start chiming in. Don't you call them trolls? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I I ended up meeting a troll. Um, really? Yeah, well, my uh, my ex-wife's friend is a troll. I mean, one day we were... Yeah, he looked like a troll. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Sorry, no, guys. That's, that's, no, that's but it, it's just one of those days where it's like, <sighs> yeah, I go online and I, I make comments and I, about people and I'm like, yo, that's not cool, you know? Like, no, that isn't cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you got to be a loser to be like you know going after people online i mean you're you're hiding behind a lot of times people are hiding behind you know an emoji or or some sort of like pseudonym name yeah some where, weird name that you can't figure out who the hell they are but they're feeling it's okay to comment on your life yeah it's just unfortunate i mean the internet has the power to do so much good but it's doing it's doing so much bad to so many young people so what do you propose is the solution? I mean, I know a lot of schools are creating programs around bullying. Mm -hmm. You know, not at our school and welcoming schools. I read something about that as well. You know, where they're implementing actual classes and lessons about how to treat your fellow man, uh, which I find kind of... I, I can see... I could see the benefits. I could see where they're coming from and what they're trying to do. But this animal called the internet, this animal called social media, I think has outgrown the current solution. So what about, you know, kids will be kids and, you know, that old adage? No, I think that's damaging. I think to say kids will be kids, you know, kids learn, kids aren't born mean. Like they're not born mean. They learn it from somewhere. They learn it from either a role model at home, maybe an older brother or a sister or a parent, you know, and that's another thing with these role models um, that are raising these children that are raising children to bully and in some cases children to be bullied, then, you know, that's what where we need to address the issue with. Yes, they spend the majority of their time with their peers and at school, but what are they seeing and what messaging are they getting when they go home? So we're products of our environment. 
I think we're definitely products of our environment. I think um, if someone comes from an unstable household and they're having problems at home, there's equal likely chances that they're going to either be a bully or be bullied themselves. Really? I, I, I believe that. I believe that because it's a mind game, really, is what bullying is. It's a mental thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're not mentally strong enough, which most young kids aren't equipped to deal with some of the things that they're going through right now. Mm-hmm. But if you're not mentally strong enough to handle that level of criticism and just verbal torture, then you crack under the pressure. And if you have a situation, let's say, you know, life isn't going well at home and that reverts to, again, things not going well at school, it's it's rife with the possibility of bullying. Okay. Like that person may become a bully themselves to lash out against, you know, their fellow student because of things that are going on in their personal life or that person might shrink into themselves and become that quote unquote strange kid or weirdo um that people tend to pick on well i'm not sure if this is uh was a f- was bullying was related to this incident incident but the uh the recent uh shooting in florida yes right so uh i'm gonna quote the donald right now oh lord because i don't have a twitter account but um a friend of mine recently told me that donald trump like tweets like the tweets that we see like on the news or whatever that like mm-hmm. those are like the best ofs but he's got he tweets all the time does he now so i actually he's got a went, very active twitter life yes yeah, so i went and took a look and um but well, one of his tweets was this um so many signs that the florida shooter was mentally disturbed even expelled from school for bad and erratic behavior neighbors and classmates knew he was a big problem must always report such instances to authorities again and again so that was his tweet hmm so he's he I, he's kind of, you know, pushing the mental disorder um, yeah, side up, up for the for this incident. Is is, is but I don't you know, doubt someone that kills seventeen people has some kind of mental health disorder condition or problem. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't doubt that. The Donald doesn't know that he's just spouting off rhetoric and nonsense. So I I I hear that you know this person could have some mental health issues but i wonder like you were saying in the the, uh, just now i wonder if there was any bullying involved because this was a reclusive kid this is exactly the type of kid that's targeted at school when you described when you were describing earlier you know some of some of the things that happened with bullies i was that's what that's the reason why i kind of thought of it and i was like oh that that sounds familiar and who knows had it not been stopped it could have been a mass murder and a suicide because there is there's correlation there when it comes to things like suicidal thoughts and suicide and and committing murder because people are being young kids are being bullied they cannot handle the pressure they cannot take it i think another problem is that young kids are becoming more and more resourceful because of having access to so many things and so much information. So they're bored? So I I, I wouldn't even say that they're bored 
And I definitely wouldn't say it's kids being kids. I would say that they're just searching for a solution to a problem that seems never ending. And some of the things that they're coming up with are, are causing them to be depressed and causing them to be anxious and causing them sometimes to have suicidal thoughts. I guess it's, I, I guess we have the answers for almost everything now. So that what you're always so even if you want to search for something, you can you can go on Google. You can ask Siri, Alexa. Yeah, but you can't ask Siri, how do I stop bullying? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a we know tactile things, the hard stuff, not the soft stuff. Mm -hmm. The soft stuff is still in a realm of unknowingness, like those qualities like kindness and peace and love but you know what's interesting um at the the job that i was working at um the manager that we we ended up having a conversation at one point and uh he brought up the idea that the reason why children don't have any manners is because of the way we type into google and the way we talk to siri and alexa because when you want something in google you say how do i barbecue chicken you know like there's no please there's no, no thank there's you no thank you it's just it, it's very direct. And so when you ask questions to Surrey, how do I get to here? Right. It, there's no th please. There's no thank you. So, I mean, we've lost our manners there. Technology has, has, has forced us to lose our manners, has forced the loss of manners from, I don't even know. I can't, I can't put those words together. So. <laughs> forced the loss of manners, I think is what you're trying yeah, I to think, say. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And that could then translate to why kids are become, why, why kids are bullying. Like if they're not being taught things, basic things like, please as I said, you. please and thank you, manners, kindness, respect, love, and they're being inundated with messages of hate, we're 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 raising a crop of haters. Yeah, I guess we are raising a crop of haters. So what's gonna happen in you know ten, fifteen years when these? When these crop of haters have to go out into the workforce and have to go into, you know, the corporate world. I mean, I know in our corporate world today, I mean, it's like a play for me. It feels like you're you're back in the, the playground again. I mean, there's bullies, but it's more of a, I guess, a top down thing where, you know, management bully. There's that that element of fear, I guess, that, that, yeah. that that's that's always um, pushed down on on employees. Um, and that's not cool. Cause I mean, it messes with your head. Cause sometimes I remember being at one of my last jobs where on my way out, I was having, you know, those conversations where, you know, you just, you stop caring <laughs> Yeah. and you're like, you're just going to be real. I know. And so, um, but it ended up coming out where like, there was a feeling when I first got the job where it's like, I kept, I felt like I was going to get fired like every week. I felt like that, you know, oh, every day right? for me, you know, and you know, one of my one of my fellow coworkers, you know, expressed the same type of view that, you know, she felt like, yeah, yeah, I had that same type of feeling, you know, yeah, when I started, you know, and it was just that kind of bullying mentality. So, I mean, is it now, we, you know, you have bullying when you're you're a child, but then now in the corporate world, you know, there's this whole bullying mentality on the top down. So. I don't know. It's it, it's you can't, you can't escape it. You can't like, escape it. That's what office politics is, and that's what they call now a day's corporate culture as well. Um, it's hard to escape an established system. Like, this is how 
organizations have been dealing with their people for years and years and years. And it usually takes a force, some kind of a force to incite any kind of change. But yeah. you're not you're not necessarily going to you're not going to see that like they'll make little changes to enlist our trust in them, mm-hmm. you know, as management. I mean, where I work, I get incentives. I, I mean, get free gifts I mean, on a regular basis. I mean, I've worked places where, you know, some places have, you know, gyms inside the office. I've worked places where, you know, they have, um, you know, basketball courts they've got whatever you 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 know whatever you want like and all of that is a part of the corporate culture but what it hides yeah is that element of fear that you were talking about yeah yeah all the pretty glossy things that they give you it doesn't stop that day-to-day fear that you feel in your job if you don't perform with a level of excellence you know the level of excellence that they expect you to perform with Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm I remember being in the corporate world, my one year experience in <laughs> corporate Canada. I couldn't stand it. I had to go. Um, as you said, you, you felt like every week you were going to get fired. I felt every time my boss came back from a trip, I was going to get fired mm-hmm. until one day I finally did. And I had a real conversation with him and I told him your corporate culture sucks. Like there may only be three people, including yourself in this organization, but it still needs some type of structure, some type of culture that works for everybody. And it was, it was sorely lacking in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, sometimes I feel corporate culture, it all depends on what position you're in, in the organization. Because I've been lucky enough to be in some organizations where other people feel the corporate culture is terrible, but I've been insulated because of my role and who I work for and who I work under. So sometimes I think it's just like it, it relates back to the whole schoolyard bullying thing where depending on which group you were, you were like you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. like you're, you're with, you, you kind of experience things in, in, a, in a different way. But another thing about corporate culture is when you're caught up in it, like in the day to day, you're just like you're, you're you're part of that moving engine. You're just moving with it, you yeah. know, and it's not until you you take a step back or you jump out. Of the machine. Of the machine that you realize what you're a part of or what you've been a part of. You take the red pill, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Until you take that red pill. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, I took the red pill when I, that day when I walked in and uh, uh, said, you know what? Yeah, can't do this anymore. No, it's not for me. It's not for me. Um, Yeah, and everyone was like, what are you doing? Like, you're crazy for 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 leaving um like no and the court your corporate culture as you said based on was different as was a different experience based on on where you were in the company yeah yeah uh, compared to what other people were experiencing oh yeah definitely definitely i mean in some in most of my roles i've always been in areas where you know you you don't really see in a lot of the a lot of the that backbreaking you know fear generating um i don't know what i'm looking for i'm looking for authority 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 Authority? yeah 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 okay yeah i i I haven't not not in the corporate world i've seen it like when i've been in the at the bottom end and like at at the retail level or you know in those minimum wage jobs where you know you're you're literally just a number you're a body and you could be substituted at any given any given time there's no security 
Well, there's no security in any corporate job. I mean, everybody's no. replaceable. That's the that's the whole purpose of designing your corporation so that anyone can be replaceable. I Succession think, plans. I think corporate culture lulls you into false sense of security. I think that's what it does. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it lulls you into false sense of security. It makes you think that you're one little, you know, one big happy family. But then let downsizing time come, layoff mm-hmm. time come. Mm-hmm. Then where's the family mentality then? Yeah, it's every every person for themselves. Yeah, it's, it's a bloodbath, really. So I don't know. I just feel does cor- I can't. I don't know if corporate culture can work. I don't know if it really, truly exists. Like there's good and bad in just in the term culture in itself. There's going to be good and there's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. But when there's more bad than good, can you call it? Can you can you can you pridefully call it your corporate culture like with pride? I don't know. Like it, I, it's also one of those things where there's a lot of times the people that are setting the policies and uh, that are generating this or have this vision of the corporate culture. They're not the ones that are actually uh, experiencing, experiencing it. it because in order to in order for them in order for the business to look the way it needs to at, for them, middle management has to do whatever they need to do with or in leading the people underneath them to make sure the image is the way it is it's, it needs to be for senior management mm-hmm. so i mean you senior management might want a certain image and they might say they push that but you know middle management might not execute it th- that way okay you know, that's just an example i'm just yeah i know in some of the circumstances i've been in because i've done corporate i've done retail you know, it's been a challenge to hold on to morale. What do you mean? Like, you want to come to your job every day with, like, hope and, like, joy. That's what you... That's really? What ideally, if you have to work. If you but, have to work. I don't know. I don't... You want the experience to be a good one for every shift, every hour, every time, every moment you spend. You want it to be a good experience. Right? But who works because they want to work? I would say nobody, but most people have to work. So if you have to do something, you would like the experience, is my point, to be enjoyable. You know, I, I... when you say that, I, I I get what you're saying, but I mean, I I had the opportunity to um, work with a uh, uh, a Chinese exchange student, mm-hmm. um, and you know she she when she came over here, she said, "Oh my gosh, this is so nice. It's so it's so easy here. You guys are so relaxed. Like nobody's working that hard, you know." And it's mm-hmm. like, but everyone here was like, "Wait, no, we're crazy. We're working hard. We're working hard." And she's like, "No, man." You guys haven't been to China, you know? <laughs> no, this this is not hard work. Like, you guys take breaks. You go to the coffee room and, and have a coffee. Like, this is this is not hard. You're not working hard. You know, so I, there's give and take. There's, it's, it, there's perspective. I mean, there's perception as well. I don't know. I feel like certain cultures don't build an environment where you can at least somewhat enjoy what you're doing. Like, but who says you have to enjoy what you're doing? I mean, if you're doing it, one would hope you somewhat enjoy it. Yeah, but like I enjoy, I enjoy for the most part, I enjoy my job. 
I don't know. Like I've over the years, I've, I've I've started to meet people that are in their jobs. They don't actually like their jobs. They're only there because for the money, for the paycheck, for the paycheck. Like that's. And it. I'm sure I'll become one of those jaded people at some point in the future. I'll be the same. But for now, I'm new. You know, I'm very fresh in the role, so I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I enjoy the perks of the job and the people that I work with. That hasn't really, you know, there hasn't been really any conflict there so the corporate culture seems to be okay right now because i'm lulled as i said i'm being lulled right now Mm -hmm. but who really knows what the corporate culture is what lies beneath Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm waiting to find out can i work with that situation i don't know i think i found my my equilibrium like when it comes to corporate culture like you know being a contractor like that's like it's a great idea. It's my thing. I mean, you go in, there's, next, there's a specific period of time I'm there for. And when I'm done, I'm done. I'll move on to the next. You know, that way I don't have to, I'm there for my abilities, how good my skills are. I'm not there to, you know. You're on the periphery. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the periphery. Final dish, carpet culture. I don't really know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, if it exists or if it doesn't. But I do know bullying exists. That's real. And it's becoming an epidemic in our schools, amongst our adolescents, and it's not a good thing. We've got to do something to make a difference. We've got to do something to change people because these young people, uh, mentally, they're not able to handle the pressure. And we need to be there for them. And with that said, that is the dish of the day. I hope you guys uh, write in. Let us know your thoughts, how you feel, and JR, let them know how they can reach us. You can reach us at dish, D-Y-S-H, at daintydish.com, D-A-I-N-T-Y-D-Y-S-H.com. You can check out Onika on Instagram at bestofonika. You can also check me out on Instagram, bestofjr. Uh, Onika, what's going on on onikadainty.com? A little bit of poetry, some stuff on love for the month of February, and um, some really personal journal entries, so read on keep calm and read on yeah and thank you for listening uh please subscribe on youtube or apple Podcasts. give us a five we deserve five (laughs) rate us a five um give us a like on youtube um yeah listen to us please thank you thank you for listening uh and again as i always say have a happy happy hump day guys